Hey, yes, summertime. Come on, let's go. We back. We back. Summertime popping. Yes. Welcome, welcome, welcome to the Bold Journeys podcast. I am your humble hostess, T, the Queen Bee, also known as the Mindset Midwife. Yes, indeed. Listen, there's no place I'd rather be than right here, right now with you. Absolutely no other place. Shout out to Jesus, my homeboy. Where will we be without him? You know I gotta show love to the man above forever and always. So here we are, season three, episode six. We structure things a little differently this season, you may recall. We hit you up monthly now, so you can catch us on Fabulous First Friday. We are First Friday lit and legit, okay? Friday feeling Freedom Friday. All, all, all of the things, okay? It's the top of the month, so I have to stay on top of my game, bringing you nothing but the best in motivation, inspiration, and empowerment information for your life, love, relationships, and business, okay? Listen, hello, July. Hello, summer, summer, summertime, okay? We are going to jump it off right now with tease tips. Tease tips right now. Because there are things that you can do to better your life and your business. You don't have to wait. You can do them right now. Tease tips. My tip for you, my friend. Mind the business that pays you. That's right. Y'all. If you're doing it right, minding your own business is a full-time job. You don't have time to focus on what everybody else is doing. You just don't. You should be so zoned in to achieving your goals, to positioning yourself, to be a blessing to those around you that you have no space no mental energy whatsoever to be all in someone else's business this might sound familiar because i'm pretty sure i have said this before but i need to carve this out drop this right at the top to let us know how important this is okay you can find yourself in a world of her you can find yourself subject to violence okay you can find yourself subject to a counter attack you can find yourself really really hurt behind this and need i remind us again that even the bible says to mind your own business it says in fact study to mind your own business study i think that's why old folks used to say i ain't studying you and country folks say i ain't studying you okay if you are centered and have a vision for yourself, if you have real joy and peace in your life, you wouldn't launch attacks or spend time and energy undercutting someone else. 
And the truth is, you may not know how to find your center. You may really not even know how to do that. You may not know how to focus and pursue your purpose. Well, guess what? That's why I'm here. If you need guidance in your get up and go, your centering, your focus, your purpose discovery, understanding why you're here, understanding the necessary steps to fulfill that purpose, to carry out that promise. If you want an accountability partner to walk you through the process and keep you honest, listen, holla at your girl. Go on over to artishabolding.com. Check out the coaching tab and let's do this. Okay, let's go get it. You don't have to stay like you are. Okay, honey, let me tell you about someone who definitely doesn't get it yet. Miss Wendy Williams, my goodness, she has found herself in another woman's business yet again, being negative and shady. Okay, Wendy Williams took to her show to highlight, or you could even say call out Tabitha Brown, my absolute favorite influencer, my absolute favorite vegan Tabitha Brown is living her best life, like to the 10th power right now. You may remember that she first went viral and blew up because of a vegan sandwich that she had gotten out of Whole Foods. And she was a new vegan surprise that she loved it so much. Now she's a household name. Everyone knows her. She has the best interactions with her daughter, her son, and her husband, Chance. Well, what Wendy decided to talk about being shady was the fact that Tabitha Brown, who now is getting all of these endorsements, who's booking major Hollywood gigs like Will and Grace, like The Shy on Showtime. Okay, big things popping and little things stopping for Tabitha Brown. Her dream is finally coming full circle she is making the money that she needs to support her family to contribute to her household and to do what she loves well she's been with her husband for 23 years and as you can imagine in the entertainment industry she's been broke a long time she's taking jobs that she's hated okay all kinds of things and her husband has stood by supported her in fact he is a musician himself okay he writes music if I'm not mistaken I know for a fact that he sings and he has other visions that he want found out that he already established a nonprofit. he likes to coach kids okay that's a part of his background well what it is for the past 15 years he has been working in the LAPD I had no idea First of all, the LAPD is probably still the most hated law enforcement agency in the country. Okay, and this being a black man putting his life on the line every day. Well, what Tabitha has done since she is in 
this new economic status in this new influential status really flowing in fact she has a brand new seasoning out by McCormick if you didn't know definitely check that out that's getting ready to drop real soon I believe it has to be ordered online okay shameless plug no I'm not getting paid for this no this is not an ad not yet okay I'll let me tap but Miss Tabitha Brown publicly stated on her Instagram on her social media that she will be retiring her husband yes because now he can free up his creative flow his creative mind he doesn't have to worry about getting snuffed out on his job he can pour into these kids in his nonprofit. he can focus on his music if he desires so he can focus on his wife and children his home because she is making substantial monies to keep everything afloat until his dream manifests and come to fruition in a way where that's going to be financially sustainable for them honey the best of all possible worlds you mean to tell me for the past at minimum 15 i'm sure it's really been the whole entire time they together but let's just say 15 the 15 years that he's been on the force the compromise that they made he agreed to take that job so that the bills will be paid for so that she will be provided for the children will be provided for while she pursued her dreams and so now her dream is in a place where they are financially sustainable and he doesn't have to do that anymore why how could you not how could you not but miss wendy williams honey again minding somebody else's business being shady said <laughs> wanted to call herself reminding tabitha brown as well as tabs listeners followers wendy's listeners and followers reminding them that she did the same thing and that didn't work out for her you know why it didn't work out for you ma'am because you have been nasty dirty and underhanded for a long long time now i can't presume that you don't know jesus okay but I do know that you can tell a tree by the fruit that it bears. And your fruit is rotten, Miss Wendy. You need to get it together. And let me tell you, honey, Tabitha Brown told her as much. Told her. <laughs> let me just say, I absolutely love how Kev on stage, Mrs. Kev on stage, how that chick angel and her husband Marcus, how these beautiful black brilliant creators who all know and love the lord have come out and support each other they are always giving each other shout outs props promoting one another on their various channels they have millions upon millions of followers across their platforms and they always share each other so kevin on stage <laughs> has said in a much funnier way than I can even repeat, but has said that he has never seen someone get red. And my honey, she was red. Tab read her, her rights. Read Miss Wendy Williams, her rights. But Kev just pointed out that he's never seen it done with such class, love, and grace. And I love that because Tab says so many things. Go follow her. Go look, look and listen to the video for yourself and she just asked us as followers to pray for wendy because clearly wendy is in pain 
she's hurting, bleeding all over the place. Because why would you use your platform, your time, and your energy to try to break down another woman who only comes with positivity and good things, right? Why would you do that? But what she said and what I made note of when I was chatting about this very thing with our friends, something that Tab said that I pulled out is that clearly Wendy is not just hurt, but so hurt and has never found genuine love. And I believe that, again, the fruit bears the name of the tree. So when you just see bitterness and ugliness like that, that's that's what that's what I see okay that's what I see but I agree with Tab I will be uh praying for Wendy and I too hope that she finds peace that she finds love that she finds joy and that we see the impact in her line of work that we see that thing turn around honey because that my friends is just at this point annoying it's not cute it's not something that i will tune in and give my ratings or time to it's really eh, eh, eh. just annoying so that's that on that so you know i'm always going to find um, a way one way or another to bring up my illustrious alma mater the howard university uh-huh so uh, a group of bison and I were uh, chatting, by the way, shout out Howard University always. Okay, more on Howard in a moment. But a group of bison and I were chatting and the question was asked, would we do this for our man in terms of what Tab did for her husband, Chance? Would we retire our husband or would we take Shady Wendy's advice and um, be fearful that um, he would spend up all the money, cheat, get lazy, whatever. And my answer is a resounding yes. In a heartbeat, I would do this for my babe. Mr. Bowling and I's story is not too, too different from Tab. Actually, it's very different. But on the root of it, it's not. I've definitely, both of us have worked jobs that we hated to make sure that um, there was food, lights, water, you know, all of the things and god bless him mr bolding works has first of all the work ethic of by far greater than anyone i've ever met in my life and he works full time and um, takes on additional things so that i can do this work so that i can do ministry so that i can do what i love pursuing my purpose and my passion that i know is from god so my answer is in a heartbeat, absolutely in a heartbeat, I would do this. And I look forward to the day that I will get to walk in Tabitha Brown's footsteps to retire Mr. Bolden. And so he can pursue his dream as mine becomes fulfilled and financially illustrious and stable so now back to howard for just one minute oh my goodness my goodness the university released a statement this week that reads as follows survivors of sexual assault will always be our priority while dean rashad has acknowledged in her follow-up tweet that victims must be heard and believed her initial tweet lacked sensitivity towards survivors of sexual assault Personal positions of university leadership do not reflect the Howard University policies, 
we will continue to advocate for survivors fully and support their right to be heard. Howard will stand with survivors and challenge systems that would deny them justice. We have full confidence that our faculty and school leadership will live up to this sacred commitment. Yes, honey, that is the statement that the school released in response to the mentioned tweet by Felicia Shaw, one of my longtime favorites, okay, an accomplished actress and the newly appointed dean of the School of Fine Arts of Howard University posted in her social media and I quote finally a terrible wrong has been righted a miscarriage of justice is corrected and this was regarding the release of Bill Cosby who was serving a 10-year sentence for sexual assault charges he was released on a technicality just this week The fact is, over 50 women publicly accused Bill Cosby of drugging and sexually abusing them. He has admitted to purchasing drugs, to using them um, in terms of having sex with women, unbeknownst to them. He literally admitted to that. Okay. And still he obviously has some friends and loved ones that choose not to see him in that light unfortunately it appears that felicia richard is one of those people let me just say this friendly or not believing in redemption or not as a forgiving christian as an assault survivor as a howard alum and a woman I think this post was beyond insensitive. I think it was unwise. I think it was a complete misfire. And to say I'm disappointed is an understatement. Okay. And with all that said, I still don't think she should be fired nor step down. I also don't think this should be glossed over though. I believe the university needs to find some creative way for her to pay penance and to open the dialogue for more survivors to come forward, especially those who still feel like and view themselves as victims. Come on, we got to do this. Okay, this is important work. That we cannot sweep under the rug and just let stuff get by. Let people get by with this stuff. Okay. And it reminds me of a question circling the internet that someone posed on this very topic. The question is, why does every woman know a woman who has been raped, but no man knows another man who is a rapist? We need to come to grips with that because those numbers don't add up. That's some weird, fuzzy math if I've ever seen it, period. Okay. Another heartbreaking story of why are we like this is the story of Shikari Richardson. Shikari is an Olympic contender in track and field. She's a sprinter beautiful black and extremely talented this athlete ran the 100 meters in 10.86 seconds last week okay making her the one to watch in japan and she's also troubled 
she made note in an interview that the folks cheering in the stands and watching on TV at home have no idea what she goes through. She's from South Dallas and she recently lost her mom. And in what I can only imagine as an attempt to cope and soothe herself, it has now been made public knowledge that Shikari has used marijuana, which has her in a lot of trouble. The World Anti-Doping Agency has marijuana, of course, on the list of banned substances. Actually has cannabis. Let me get my terms correct, but y'all know what it is. The WADA organization was established in 1999 as a way to get rid of drug use in the world sports competition. And so this is not new. Actually, in my research, it shows that um, drug use performing enhancing substances and the like has been an issue with the Olympics for over 100 years. Okay, but the WADA has been around for just a little over 20 years trying to get rid of that subculture in the games. On this list of banned substances um, are a bunch of different things. Um, including growth factors, hormone modulators, diuretics, and yes, cannabis. And so when hearing this news, the fact that she literally could be banned, that she may not be able to compete, that she's worked so hard for it, and she is at the top of her freaking game right now, she literally may not even be able to go to Tokyo because of this stunt, okay, because of her testing positive. My first thought is, if she was trying to dull the pain, number one, I recommend Jesus. Hello, get to know him. And I recommend that for anyone who is in peace or pain or panic, prevailing, whatever. I recommend Jesus. And for this particular young lady, if you insist on substance instead of Jesus or on top of Jesus, mixed in with Jesus, whatever. If you insist on substance, why not have a few drinks? Okay, sleep it off. Chill out. But. It happens that alcohol is also on the list of banned substances. I guess I should have known that, but I honestly didn't think about it, right? Because I'm more so thinking about performing enhancers. I've never in my life heard of anybody who will have a few glasses of Hennessy and just run so much faster, just, you know, throw a javelin so much further. <laughs> I've never heard of that in my life. And so... The whole situation is just yucky. I'm so disappointed. Folks on social media and major media are, of course, now comparing Shakari Richardson's situation to Michael Phelps. Uh-huh. The most decorated Olympian of all time, 23 gold medals for swimming. He was disciplined in 2009 after he was photographed inhaling from a marijuana pipe he did lose financial support and lost a lot of endorsements but essentially he got a slap on the wrist and i have to be fair have to be balanced because you have to note here the timing his incident was about six months out from competition while tokyo is just three weeks away I'm SMH over here. I'm shaking my head. Um, 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 I'm just, I don't even, I, all I can say is why, 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 why? I want to see her be great. 
I pray that she gets the coaching and counseling she needs to be whole. And I honestly, at the bottom of my heart, I really do hope that she's allowed to compete. I really, really do. Moving on to another ridiculous, controversial topic that I honestly said I wasn't going to say anything about publicly. Bonnet Gate. Oh my gosh. From one Richardson to another. Body positive advocate, author, and verified internet personality Sonia Renee Taylor has recently discussed the so-called Bonnet Gate. Okay, let me rewind just a minute. So my girl Monique, another auntie who I love, who have just got out of the po- out of pocket again. Why are we like this, Felicia Rashad? Why? Why would you do that, Shakari? My girl, why would you? Do- Wendy Williams. I can't even ask why, cause I know why in my heart. I know why. A hot daggum mess. Okay, why are we like this? Okay, another auntie who has got out of pocket, Monique. My girl. Okay. Listen, I can barely keep up with this stuff now, but Monique, yes, that Monique has stepped in it again. She posted a few weeks back coming out against black women wearing hair bonnets in public, saying if we love and respect ourselves, we should take pride in our appearance. We shouldn't come out the house looking like that. Let me just say for the record, I totally agree with that. I totally agree with that sentiment. And then to put a spin on it that really made me have to go say, hmm, had to take some self inventory, which I honestly am still processing. I'm not going to promise you that I'm going to get back on it because I don't want to take any more airtime with this. But I will say, Sonia made a very interesting point. You can go follow Sonia Renee Taylor on, excuse me, Sonia Renee Richardson. Oh my goodness, I didn't get the lady a whole another last name. Sonia. Renee Richardson on um, Instagram, um, she really kind of came for Monique. She's annoyed and not just Monique, but those who have decided that um, other people should present themselves a certain way for spectators pleasure and consumption. These are her words. And this is so interesting. And how This connects to the pressure that black people in general feel to perform a certain standard of acceptable appearance under major culture, okay, non-people of color, i.e. respectability politics, and how these unattainable beauty standards are directed at women in particular. And then her point also is the micromanaging of black women's appearance wow so in short Sonia made a note that deep down ground in this is fear the fear that someone who doesn't look like you someone who doesn't share um culture of people of color specifically black people will judge us will judge the whole lot of us based on two or three or five or ten or a hundred of us who are out in public acting or looking unseemly and she made a note that there's also a fear that um, that person actually may have a job an opportunity for one of us for an individual 
And that person may remember seeing you in the mall, Walmart, gas station, and then you show up to the meeting, to the interview desk, and they turn down their nose and turn down your opportunity. So that is real. And I honestly, when I took my stance and I put my stake in the ground, agreeing with Monique, I didn't actually consider that where I immediately went to was what my grandma, my mom and my auntie taught me. You don't go out the house looking any kind of way. Present yourself. Look good, smell good, feel good, speak well, act like you got some sense. And so I had to dig yet another layer deeper because <laughs> I realized that it was easy for me to grasp onto because I love and trust my grandma. I love and trust my mom. And so these lessons that they taught me, it was easy for me to grasp. And I think that that's right. And so with that, I had to dig deeper and realize that there was something more to why they taught me that way, why they coached me that way, because they grew up in the segregated South. They grew up in the Jim Crow South. My grandma literally worked in the cotton field. Okay. So she was huge on appearance and she was very classy and I respect that about her but I again I'm still processing this I'm still digging through wading through this idea that that coaching that wisdom that she shared was likely based in fear was likely based in having to conform to what majority society non-black non-people of color have said is correct is right it should and so i'm still processing that feel free jump in okay my comment box my email box my inbox is always open to you i definitely want to hear um how you feel on this again i do not think that i'll devote any more airtime to this but this is just such an interesting concept to me that even though that's a part of a family value and a tradition for me, but where did it actually come from? Where's the root of it? The root could have been in fear of what white folks think. And so I'm honestly still dealing with that. And to swing the pendulum back just a little bit, honestly, though, I, <laughs> I want to bring it out and go extreme because that's what I do. So if we're looking at a more... Uh, extreme, I don't want to say extreme, but let's just say extreme view of it. Um, just as I think it's weird, uncouth, and I don't like to see any bonnets or pajamas or ratty clothing in public. No, it's not for me to judge. No, someone else's appearance doesn't have to meet my personal standard. And at the same time, there are certain things that are appropriate for certain places. I would think it was equally weird if folks were in Walmart, in the mall, wherever, in bathing suits all the time. If I saw someone in January in a bathing suit, heck, even in August, in just a bathing suit, no cover-up, no towel, no shorts, no even large t-shirt, but literally just a bathing suit, 
God forbid, a two-piece of that. If this chick is just walking around in a bikini, if this guy doesn't have any shirt on whatsoever, but he just has these a Speedo on walking around Walmart, you mean to tell me that wouldn't raise your eyebrow? You mean to tell me even just swim trunks, no shirt, walking around the gas station, walking around the mall, you might see him bump into him at Macy's. You mean to tell me that wouldn't raise your eyebrow? If you tell me that, I'm going to call you a liar to your face. I'm going to know that that's not true because certain things are from certain places. I file a bonnet under sleepwear and sleepwear is for the house. Just like it became popular uh, probably now, maybe 20 years ago. Um, People have been doing it all along, but it became really popular and trendy for folks to start wearing pajamas in public. And there's a whole... Uh, social media page and posts dedicated to how folks show up in Walmart. People will wear anything to Walmart, especially because it's 24 hours or what have you. But the fact of the matter is you should consider how you show up in public. I, I just, as of right now, that's still my stance. As of right now, that's still my stance. Even though I can't control what someone else is wearing how they're showing up even though I promise you where did I start the hour with I'm not getting ready to be minding your business okay I'm gonna look at you I'm probably gonna side eye you but in the next breath honey I'm moving on because I got other things to think about other things to focus on so I don't know I definitely want to hear from you let me know where you fall uh on that because the whole thing is beyond interesting it's beyond interesting uh, <laughs> to me. So, so yeah. And then I'm not even going to mention the fact that Monique took it a step further and actually reposted a picture of a young lady who was what? Minding her own business. And it just so happens that this young lady, um, through some stroke of luck, had her little tank top dress tucked into her underwear. Okay, so her behind and underwear were showing and she had what would appear to be a very large plastic bag on her head. I'm not even sure if it was a bonnet. It was huge and it was looking like it was plastic. Monique, to drive her point further, actually reposted that picture that she claimed someone sent her. I think that is completely, completely unacceptable we're not going to shame folks we're not going to repost folks image even though you couldn't see the young lady's face i feel like that is uh pretty sick and that is no way to make a point hello and hello but enough about that as i come to a close here i want to say that your appearance does matter but you being comfortable with how you show up in the world matters even more okay and someone said I love it when you get dressed up and people are like whoa where are you going what's the special occasion the occasion is I exist it's an ongoing thing and I think it's pretty special (laughs) yes Yes, I borrowed that from an IG friend. It was just too perfect to pass up. I am the occasion. Yes, indeed. And so I'll say to you, why be a cheap copy 
when you were created to be a designer original. You are a masterpiece, the handiwork of God, okay? The same one that spoke the sun and the moon into existence, the same one that told the birds to fly and the fish to swim, told you to live. And that, my friend, is what you need to do. You were created on purpose for purpose. You are unique, one in a billion. Conforming to rejection is how we miss purpose. And it would be a travesty for you to miss purpose. Do you hear me? I need you to hear that. Take that into your heart and run with it. Listen, I would love to hear from you. Drop me a review on Apple Podcasts, letting me know how much you love the show. If you have comments, feedback, or even ideas of something you'd like to hear on the show, you can email me at tboldmedia at gmail.com. For more me, more tea, check out artishabolding.com and tboldmedia.com. And of course, the Healed Girl YouTube channel. All the links and such will be in the show notes as usual. And do know I love you lots. I'm praying for you, rooting for you. Until next time, holla.